Hey Islanders, welcome back to another Force by the Fireside here at Geektopia Island. I'm Kevin. I'm Trevor. I'm Cardwell. And today on this episode of Force, we're going to talk about like GPs, the tournament scene. We're going to talk about the new company kind of that's dealing with cards right now and then a couple of the promos. But before we get into that, we just remind everybody that we do have Patreon. So if you can go check that out, give us some love. That would be fantastic. And we can just grow the, grow the channel some more. But with that said, we're gonna we're gonna just delve into this. We're gonna we're gonna take it apart, and we're gonna spend most of our time talking about GPS. But we're gonna go through the other stuff first. Let's do it. So first off, if you haven't seen the spoilers on the Force Will pages, also the Force Will US page got closed down. It has nothing to do with the company. The admins of that page were just like, "We're done with this." I don't I I don't know why, but they were. So if you're not in a force will group on facebook go to force will global that is the page they, somebody will get you in there yep. and it's the one that talks about just it, it'll give you all the information you need about force will so first and foremost go there to get that it's the replacement it's it's going to be the new place for everyone and of course global meaning there's going to be almost all the other countries in there as well yeah and if you're in the force will global page you have seen some of the, the uh, spoilers coming out for the new set awakening of the ancients right and these these spoilers are pretty cool some of them are pretty wild but the main thing on them is at the bottom it says i spy productions pte ltd so that's the new quote unquote company that is producing the game at the moment i don't know if that's going to be the full thing or not that's really all we have to go off of so i don't really want to say yes or no to that but that's that's what we've seen yeah. It says I Spy Productions, so that's where we're at right now. That's really all we're going to talk about on that, just because the company itself hasn't told us anything about it, and they haven't given us the yes or the no. But they are making the new set, so we still yeah. are getting the sets. Just be ready for it. Yeah, which is a nice plus. And if you Google or business Google the company name, you will find out it's a Singapore company, so it's not too bad. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Uh, you were telling me, Trevor, that they're doing something special with this set, right? Yeah, for the buy box promos, they're going to be doing something kind of similar to what we've seen, but different. Of course, if you buy a box, you get your promo. It's a nice promo. It's gonna hopefully it's gonna be in the set as well. So there's that. But instead of buying three boxes and getting a time spinning witch, you can buy two boxes and get a completely different promo. So for two boxes, you get the one promo and another promo card. That is interesting. Hopefully the second card isn't exclusive to buy a box like Time Spinning Witch, because then that would that'll suck, especially since the card in question is a win card. So so it'll overbalance things again in win's favor. But I think the company has learned from that. So it should be interesting. Hopefully anyway, they learn from it. Buy box promos seem cool. There's nothing like they're not like groundbreaking, so don't don't go crazy. But they're pretty cool. I feel like when companies do that, like they should only be promos of cards that are already in the set and not make it like as Trevor was saying, like a separate card altogether. Which makes uh -huh. it really hard for the community to get them. Yeah. Especially if you can't just buy a box crazy enough. And the fact if it's super strong, then it just throws off the meta and only pros can get it. And it just doesn't seem fair. Yeah. So, yeah. all hoping that these 
promos are going to be in the set. Yeah, just with alternate art and shiny. Yeah. Fingers crossed they are. Yeah, They'll, they'll just be pretty. Because there was that... Yep. But... Go ahead. Well, I was going to talk about one. Can we talk about one? Oh, let's talk yeah, about go for it. The, the, what, is it the one the one drop that has two abilities on it that either gives it flying or plus two, plus two? Okay, so for that one, that one is the pre-release promo. Okay. So that one will most likely be in the set. There's like a 90% chance. Okay, then never... But, that card is ridiculous, and I can't wait to play that card. <laughs> yeah, we can still go over it. It's called Kara Valkyrie of the Redlands. It's a one white, four four Valkyrie. So any of the Valkyrie cards go really well with it. And you pay a light, this card gains flying and first strike. You pay a fire, this gets plus two plus two. Kind of maybe hinting at dual color possibility and dual stones, but as Cardinal was saying, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's that a powerful, so good. powerful card. No, that card is going to be pretty power powerful for a good minute. Oh yeah. Uh, but really, that's it. As we're going to talk about for the promos, now we're going to delve into the actual meat and potatoes of this this talk, and that is getting ready for GP like tournament scene, Force of Will, and how it is different than your local scene or casual play at your house or whatever. Yeah, because they are very different types of gameplay. They they just are, and you have to play them differently. Otherwise, it's not good for you. Exactly. And there's a lot of so first, preparation for it, too. That's key. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So first and foremost, we're going to talk about the GP itself. And the GP is Force Wheel GPQ Northfield. It's the Archer House River Inn. And its date is April 27th and 28th. So it's this month at the end of the month. It is in Northfield, Minnesota. And it, the format is New Frontiers. Uh, so already... You're already just in the standard standard block, whatever you want to call it, New Frontiers, however you want to decide that. Um, is um, this the one we were thinking about trying to get to? Yeah, yeah. this is the one I really wanted to go to because this one's actually going to be one of the bigger ones yeah. because everyone loves this one because the the local shop there is really awesome for Force of Will. Um, so, yeah, it's for us, though, it's like 22 hours away or something. Yeah, if we drive. Something ridiculous. That's a while. Yeah. So we were like, there's no way we can drive there as much as we want to. And the flights were like 600 plus from where we're at. So it's just not worth it. Yeah, sadly, not. Yeah. unless we know we're going to win, which we don't know if that's yeah. going to happen. Like we have to win to get our money right. back. And it just it's not worth yeah. it. Um, For those that are wondering, like it, why it's going to be big is because if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be the last kind of paid invite to Japan. The company itself isn't going to be sponsoring it or giving any paid invites away for first place. But, as Kevin stated, the local game stores there, if I'm not mistaken, Geeking Games, they will be putting up the money to support a paid invite for first place. Yeah. So, it, you'll get a paid invite if you get first, but it's just, it's it's going to be a good one. And this store is like the store that's up there is all about Force of Will. They are all for it and want to help it grow. So more power to them. I'm I'm so excited for it. Um, the promos they're actually really really sweet. The first promo for top players is Blazer, the four drop one. Oof, nice. Uh, and he comes into play. You steal a card from their hand. Blah blah blah. But he's like bright yellow and he's stealing some gold from a little treasure trove 
it looks really sweet. About to like, say, can you actually understand what it looks like? Because every time, like I see it, I'm like, what is happening on that card? I just see cape. <laughs> yeah, no, you can actually understand what he's doing. Like he's literally like pouring out a chalice full of gold onto more gold that he's stealing. Nice. It might um, be his uh, treasure trove. It's where all of his gold's at. Yeah. Yeah, but that is the top know. players uh, promo. For all players, it is Glint of Insight, which I actually kind of hate this picture because it looks totally weird. Yeah, it doesn't portray Ray in a nice art. <laughs> I mean, the bats are cool. They The bats are really cool because they're bright red, but her picture looks goofy as all get out. <laughs> it just does. Yeah, She's all like one one big eye, and I, I don't know. I can't deal with it. Yeah. Um, but for the top eight players, they both get a playmat. Grand Prix playmat that's got Lucifer, uh, Consume, Odin's Wrath picture, Hanzozu, and Isis's conflagration on it. So it's like a split five picture thing. It looks really cool. It, I mean, it's just an extra thing. And then the the metal card there, or like the fancy card, is the Loki, but she's like golden brossed. So that's the one you're going for is the Loki. On top of everything else that the store up there that Svetlana has going on, because it's her store and she's helping a lot of stuff out on this, and they're giving away a whole bunch of extra merch. I don't know exactly what, but if you get on Facebook or Force World Global, they'll they'll tell you all about it. But I mean, it's the the prize payout's going to be insane for this one. I can tell you that much. But with that said, we wanted as a channel to start to get y'all into the GP mindset, into tournament play. We're going to talk about what to expect, what it looks like. We're going to do like a two-week thing on this. This week, we're going to talk about like the general tournament rules for GPs and the general info for it. And the next week, we're going to talk about the meta, how to expect it, what to expect, how to disrupt it, and how to handle, how to handle it. So this is kind of a two-week podcast thing, so make sure you tune in next week for it as well. But with that... We're going to talk about our personal records with tournament play first. I started with Magic, like y'all have heard before, and went to Force of Will. Both of the games I've gone to GPs, one of them I've done better at, which is Force of Will, than I have at Magic. Yeah. Uh, the highest I've gotten in Magic was like 150th, maybe, Yeah. out of like 600. So it's it's okay, but it's not like, it's it, not like it, crazy. It's not, yeah, exactly. You don't get the prize but, well, pretty much. Yeah, but with Force of Will, the highest I've gotten is 11th. I was literally three away, and I was just like, oh my god. The two times I've been to big GPs for Force of Will, I've gotten 11th, and then I got 13th on the second one. Oof. And the only reason I got 13th is because the guy I went with didn't let me get... Like, I he, he beat me in the, in the last round that mattered. Yeah, and the fact that so, if, let's say, you're not supposed to, you know, talk about the match or give up on the match, but... If Kevin was able to win, he would have been in top. While the other dude, if he won, he wouldn't have gotten top. Yeah, he's he made like tenth, I think, in that one or ninth or something. Yeah, but it is what it is. But just so you know, we do we are good, and we've made it to the big big spots in GPS. I've I've done really good at Force Will GPS. They're just they're really fun. They're very different. But that's just where I've been. Yeah. What about you, Cardwell? All right, uh, I've been to three GPs, and the last one that I went to, get that out there, the first GP you ever go to, you're just going to lose. Like, unless you're, like, super really good and you've done tournaments 
constantly than you're used to it, right? But it's mm-hmm. it's a really big thing to get used to. But on my last recent one, I was one game away from making second uh, day two, and that's with magic. Nice. So like with magic, it's big enough where it actually sets two days. You have to get certain thing in X or X and two or whatever. And if you go past that, you lose. If you don't, you actually get a chance the second day where you play more until you get to top. Yeah, and I, I mean, forces forces two days. But is it? Oh, okay. I didn't. Know. I apologize. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's literally just top eight, whereas magic has to go through more rounds to get to top. Eight. Oh, see that that works. I like that. Yeah. But so like, I was yeah. I think I was one loss away because I had a tie on me sadly, and then my last round I lost. But if I won, I would have made it in top or in second day. Nice. Actually, that was my second one to do it because that was what they call standard, which is New Frontiers. The most recent one I went was a limited setting of sealed, and I was actually one one game away from making top eight there because nice. I had a badass black and white deck, and it was just amazing with a bunch of a bunch of tokens and recursion. So yeah, I almost got top eight in that one. Sadly, it sucks though, but that was out of like probably a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. But that was like an amazing experience to actually like everyone else had scrubbed out and they took my car to travel around the city. And while I was still there, just playing it out and grinding it and hopefully getting there. So that, that, that was a lot of fun. How about you, Trevor, and your tournaments? Well, I've only been to two forcible GPs, none for magic. I didn't really get into that big tournament scene for magic, but for forcible, I went to one GP. And I didn't really do too well on it. It's pretty much scrubbed out on that. Uh, I was playing something that I didn't really like. And it wasn't something I'm comfortable with. Bad. But the second time, I didn't. I went to a GP, but it wasn't to play. It was to judge. So I was, got, was able to judge in one of them. And got a lot of experience from that. And I was able to help a lot of people, hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully you didn't turn the tides of They the didn't battle tell me them. whether or not I helped them, but I'm hoping I did. Yeah. But it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Heck yeah. Nice. And I guess I, I, I didn't say, but I haven't been, I don't think, to any GPs for Force Will. It's just they've been kind of far away, and then it just, you know, work scheduling. Especially since we but, all work at the same place. It's kind of hard for three <laughs> employees to take off. Yeah. Hopefully we can this year. We... Like we're planning on going to Glendale, so we're gonna be there. One one of us is gonna be there regardless. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully we can all be there. And if we're there, come say hi to us for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. And bring us good food. Well, we'll <laughs> totally be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But that's for that's that's us for personal like where we come from on GPS. We we know how to do tournament play, and it 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 is very different. It is. And that's what we're going to talk about next is like how different it actually gets. Like, so the main thing in tournament play is all of the rules matter. Even if you don't like them, they matter. Oh yeah. So like normal, like in your locals, at least in our locals, we let people take things back. We let people like, just because it's, it's more fun than it is trying to just win. Yeah. And it's a learning experience for everyone. I mean, yes, you're wanting to win, but, you don't have to be a dick about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but at a GP, you don't want people to take things back. You don't, you shouldn't let them do it. Yeah. There's a nice gonna... way to do it and a bad way to do it. Oh yeah. 
Go ahead, Trevor. Someone's gonna do something, and they're already went through it, tapped the stones for it, the will, and they're like, "Oh wait, I messed up." Don't let you shouldn't let them un like recorrect what they were wanting to do. Yeah, because that can put you in a very negative position because they might have tapped the wrong stone or whatever. It sucks for them, but you should be like, "No, you tapped that stone." Yeah, because it benefits you. Yeah, they messed up. They need to rethink and just chill. Yeah, and like the biggest example I can give of that is, I played one of the pivotal matches in the last D, uh, GP I went to against Akirik. I was at enough that he could kill me if he gave his piggy flying, with the the one that removes strength counters and you give it flying and swiftness, and he had a high speed. He played the piggy first. And removed two counters and just said, give it swiftness. That was when he messed up. Because he said, give it swiftness off the remove two counters. And then he played high speed to give it swiftness again. And plus two, plus oh. And he was like, oh, I meant to say flying. And I was like, sorry, bud. You said swiftness. That's a really fast pig. Like, I, there's nothing I can do about that. And that that's what kept me alive. Because I was at like three, I think, then. When he got to hit me. And then the next turn, I gained enough life to get out of the danger zone. But it just, it sucks, but it is what it is. Because you're there just like everyone else to get to the day two, to get to the to to the turn, to the tournament top. Like, that's yeah. your goal. So just know that everyone else is going to have that same goal, and they're not going to show you any kind of mercy like you shouldn't show them. And I'm not, when I say that, I'm not saying be mean to them about it, but just don't let them push you over. Like I've seen it too many times. It it is what it is. It sucks, but sometimes you just got to do it. Exactly. And sorry. Uh, in some like okay, so I'm gonna say talk about a mistake that I went through on that last tournament. So there's some key things that happen. You know, triggers. Sometimes you can get on the good side of your opponent if you let something slide that's not hurtful to you or anything so because in magic some people will immediately call a judge on themselves because they know they messed up and they want to correct everything before they get a game lost or whatever and mm -hmm. so like this point where they their creature was supposed to transform at the upkeep or main phase and they didn't do it and they're like oh crap let me call a judge and i was like no it's okay man like we're just you know a simple thing we'll flip it next time you know then we'll have to call a judge and then everyone around me was like you're you're such a saint like because <laughs> most people will just immediately be like yeah get it get get the judge over here get you a write-up yeah, yeah there are some people that will like if they see probably the smallest of problems they'll call a judge over just to give you just to get make something to where they don't have to play you yeah because there's a prize on the line that's all they care about exactly the means is doesn't matter. As long as they get it, they get it. And there's other people, like William, that was nice. He didn't really care. It wasn't a bother to him. It was going to happen. Just let it happen. Yeah, because it was a forced trigger. So number, like, technically nowadays in, in magic rules, they make it where if, if it's a forced trigger and you don't tell your opponent, you get in trouble as well. That's like a new thing that they started doing. So, like... You want to make sure every all the bases are covered and no one gets in trouble. Yeah. And with that, like we're saying about judges, don't be afraid to call one. Yes. I'll let our resident judge Trevor talk about that. 
yeah, if you ever have some kind of problem going on, or you just have an un again, an uneasy feeling of what's going on, some kind of situation happening, don't be afraid to call a judge. The judge's sole purpose is to go there, help you out, help your opponent out, to come to a solution that to makes the game state balanced, makes it fair, makes sure there's nothing crazy going on. If by chance your opponent casts a spell, says this is how this works, and you don't really think that's how it works, call a judge. They'll explain to you how it works. Your opponent might be correct. Uh, if they're correct, then of course you're learning something new of how that card works. Maybe some kind of new mechanic or trigger or ability that it works with synergizes with another card. And if you're correct that it was iffy and your opponent had it wrong, that's a plus for you. That gets corrected. You don't have a challenge that you're having to face that shouldn't be there. That and they're not judges will never purposely try to attack you or harm you in the game at all. They're there to be neutral and be beneficial. So just raise your hand, you got a problem, they'll come over, they'll help you, it'll be all good. Yeah, because you gotta think that if if something didn't look right to you your opponent may it may not look right to them as well. And either way, you're going to want that judge there to help fix it because then then you can't get totally like if you let it go and it is actually game changing and then they call a judge on you later, then you get either you can get game losses or you can get DQs if it was something that you should have done. It it happens, I've seen it happen a lot, but just don't be afraid to call a judge. Like they're not they're not going to destroy you. Yeah, they're they're not going to hurt you. Your opponent may not like you for a second, but if if what they say is true, then so be it. You just got confirmation of it. Exactly. Yeah, and when a judge is coming over to help you, they want to make sure. Like let's say uh, ability happened and it wasn't supposed to, and things happened, and it progressed a little, like uh, maybe a minute later. A judge comes over, they're trying to do something to fix it. What they're going to do is they're going to do the best they can to rewind back to before that happened or to it, if it's possible. So mm -hmm. they're going to retrace steps. They're going to make the game uh, back to a corrected state. Sometimes there might be, if it was something that you caused, you will get either, you'll probably get a warning for a game change that a game state that's not supposed to be there but your first one you don't have to worry about it second one i believe you get a game loss and a third one uh you get a match loss you're not going to have them in the same game over and over hopefully they do stick with you throughout the entirety of the match of the game oh, yeah. of the tournament but don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Just think, I got these. I got to be a little more careful. Take my time. Be calm. If I have a question, call a judge. Yeah, and it's not like anything against you. It's the fact they're doing that so they can try to catch cheaters if they continuously try to do it throughout different, you know, people. Yeah, yeah if you think someone's cheating, you, you raise that hand. You, you get somebody over because no one likes a cheater in a game. Yeah, especially when money is involved. it's just not fun. Exactly, especially money, and there will be cheaters. And okay, mistaken. so on another note about that, if you're outside watching the game, 
don't interfere. Yeah. Like you just you just can't. The only time it is even allowed to interfere is if like you catch the other person cheating or something like you're not even supposed to say anything to the players. You just I've seen it a couple times. I've seen it once in Magic where the game state was so wrong that it couldn't go further. So he was just like, please hang on. And he went and got a judge. Yes. Don't go do that all the time. But if it's too terrible and it can't, like if it's totally wrong, then just be like, hang on for a second. Let me get a judge. But try to just stay out of other people's games. Cause it's, it's rude. It's very dangerous to do that. Honestly, yeah. just cause a, if if something goes wrong and they call you on it, then you could get in trouble for it. Yeah. Because you're disrupting the game state yourself by stopping mm-hmm. it. And that, that like breaks concentration of the players and their foresight of what they were gonna do, and then like it just ruins the mood. Yeah, it, it really does stop a lot if you're trying to stay on the outside looking in. Like by all means, if it's feature match, go watch it, but just stay quiet and just watch it. Don't don't bother them. Don't make sounds. Don't be, don't be that guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just, it's not good to be that guy. But if something is totally wrong, then something needs to be said to a judge. Even if you don't say it to the players, let a judge know. Yeah, what I mean by that is if you see them like physically draw two extra cards, because I've seen it like we watched a dude get caught doing that because he tried to draw two extra cards at a magic GP. And one of the other dudes went and told a judge and that dude got DQ'd right there. So it just, it happens, but just, just try to be a human. Really? Like really that <laughs> that's it. Just be a, a good old boy, human being. That's, that's all you need yeah. to do. And make sure you give them space when you're yeah. actually watching them in the game. Don't, don't look at their hands so much. Give them some space so that they have room to breathe and play a game. To be honest, one of my like ideas of what you should do to help you out through GPs is don't even watch other people play. Go outside, walk around, enjoy your free time. Oh yeah. And re- I can see that. relax and just, you know, get all those vibes out so for you'll be prepared for the next match. Like that's that's one of the good hints I think for GPs. Yeah, so all the the rules stuff we're gonna we're gonna step out of that from now because that's all serious talk. We're gonna we're gonna chill out for a second. Yeah. But like he was saying, that's you're okay. So most GPs you're gonna go with friends to them, or it's it's more fun to go with people. It's also cheaper. like all the GPs we go yeah. to. Yeah, and it's also much cheaper because you get to share hotel rooms and split that cost and blah blah blah. But most GPs you go with, you're gonna go with your group of friends. Like we have like three or four that always go, and. Sure, you're gonna go watch your friend do play his game, but just go like walk by and check the board state. Don't ask them a question, just walk by, check it for yourself, and then just go walk around. Yeah, because once they're done, they're gonna come find you. Like, it's just people congregate to each other, so that's what's gonna happen. Yep, yep, yep. It's about yep. right. Every time Kevin played a game, and after he was done, I was like, Oh, where's Kevin? Let's ask him how good his game went. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic thing, everyone tells their woes and hatreds. Of what happened. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like Cardo was saying, the best thing you can do is honestly just go walk around because you just played a 45 minute game at very minimum or very latest of pure concentration. Yeah. So you're going to want to go take a chill for a second and just like get your mind to not be in that zone. Don't yeah. lose it by just being totally distracted, but 
just go get some water do something yeah, go just anything. go to the artists see what stores have just walk around step outside get a breather it's it helps tremendously yeah it really does because it calms you down and you're just like all right i can do this again yeah, you no longer have that headache so when like reason you can do it again so gps they're roughly eight to nine hours of pure card games yeah roughly no breaks i mean it could be shorter it could be longer it's just and there's like no there's no break it's just you're playing forever so your mind has to be there for it yeah and your body too like you gotta (laughs) as stupid as it might sound like you have to eat light throughout the whole day constantly you don't want to eat heavy and i don't prepare bring enough drinks and small like protein snacks to get you through the day yeah. Definitely stay hydrated. Yeah, have that good breakfast. Stop by the little corner store on the way. Get some waters. Get some some snack or something. But don't make it terrible snack. Make it like peanuts or something that's good. Yeah, pretty much semi good for you. Protein bars just because it it'll help you stay energized and help you stay focused. Like we always usually just get water just because it's it's really good for you. I mean, you know, it's water. Yeah, exactly. And it just helps. No, I was lucky enough for the last GP that I drank this thing called Soylent, and I hope we get sponsored by them. But basically, it's it replaces a meal. So therefore, I was able to take enough for the whole day and not worry about eating like crappy nacho cheese over there. I was just able <laughs> to drink this, drink a bunch of water, have a peanut butter bar, and then just go out by the day and healthy thinking, you know? Yeah, yeah. and... It- it just depends on where you're at too, because some places actually have concession bars. Yeah, like if you're at like a big convention center, they may have it open for it. If you do, great, go get something. Like I would not recommend going to those, just due to the fact that the price is probably going to be five <laughs> times the normal amount. Yeah. Oh, you want a water bottle? That's seven dollars. Oh, yeah, what you don't you don't want water? Oh, I'm sorry. What you got to do, man? <laughs> Sometimes you need to. That's why you prepare. Yeah, definitely prepare beforehand. Yeah, uh, but that's that's really it on that. Like, it's just make sure you're there and get some. Another sleep. thing to be prepared for is the amount of people that's going to be in that venue. Yes. So bare minimum force of will ones I've seen have been like seventy five to a hundred people. Even at that little amount of people, it gets really hot in that room. Oh yeah. And hot gamers usually get stinky yeah. because it's just what it is. So make sure you're ready for that. Take a shower that morning. Just please, please take a shower please. that morning for, for you and for yeah. everyone else. And if you can't, bring some nice cologne that won't make people gag, and you'll be good. Spray it on yourself. Smell nice yeah. to yourself. Also have some and like, hand, hand sanitizer because <laughs> you don't want to get sick. Like, definitely yeah, not. you definitely don't. Like, you... Humans are just dirty things, right? So even if they <laughs> yeah. wash their hands, you wash your hands, the cards are dirty, and you touch each other's cards, and it just gets a mess after a couple hours. Yeah, it really does. It's it's fun, but it's just be ready for it. It's another thing you've got to be ready for. And like Cardwell said, make sure you get sleep. Good Lord, I can't tell you how much sleep helps you. Because oh, yes. if you get like a full eight hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep before your mind gets to relax... Cause then you have eight hours of like the first couple hours. You're like, I got this. And then hour five, you're like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. 
you don't got that. And then hour seven, you're just like, oh, my mind is dying. I, I, I'm dying right now. Especially if I've been there and done that. Yeah. Especially if you have a really hard loss towards hour five <laughs> and you're like, oh man, I don't know if I can push through. It normally sucks. Like every time I went to the last two GPs I went to, I don't know why, but anytime I travel the, the first night, I can't sleep period at all. I literally did not sleep any of the first nights at the GP. So I pretty much went to the GP with like no ounce of sleep. I don't know why my body just dislikes that. You're hardcore, man. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know thine self. Know your limits <laughs> of just sleep and body and comfortability and what hotels you need to be into and stuff like that. Yeah. Make sure you get a close hotel to where you're going to play. Make sure you prepare that ahead of time. If you can't, that's fine. But you might want to have it close just so that you can get there. You don't have to drive for, I don't know, 30 minutes before. 30 minutes to an hour before you go to the tournament. Yeah. Just Do they usually start really early for Force of Will? Nine yeah, o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock. Yeah, that's not too bad. No. Yeah, that's when normal people get up. Yeah. So. Um, but like they're saying, just just make sure you're ready for it. But outside of the game, you're in another pair. You're probably in some city you don't ever go to. Make sure you have something to do after the tournament. Don't just make it straight about the game. Yeah. I mean, it is fun, and you you are going there to play that game, but go out and do something. I mean, I mean, you're in a whole new city for that weekend. Oh yeah, eat all the food. Delicious. Go food. find some cool food. Go find some cool local whatevers. I can't tell you how much cool stuff that we found in different cities just by doing things. Like me and Trevor went to like this weird little hole in the wall brick oven pizza place in Denver. It was wild. It was so cool. They had this like bar, or they had like this rooftop bar, and like they cooked the pizza in the wall. It was it was pretty awesome. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's just you're in a whole new city. Go check it out. Enjoy your time there. So make sure you have some extra spending money. You don't need like a whole amount, unless you're just like, hey, we're going to Las Vegas. We're gonna go party at the casino. But I mean, you're already planning for that if you're going to Vegas. So exactly, just be ready. I think it's fun to go to GPs like that just because you get to go do other stuff. You're like, oh, I get to get out of my city? Great. Yeah, exactly. Especially oh, eating yeah. at new places. Oh, that sounds so good. Oh, yeah. For sure. The other thing with playing the tournament, if you lose, don't get tilted. <laughs> just just don't, don't get tilted. Good luck not I, getting yeah. tilted. I mean, you're yeah. gonna, and it happens, but don't, don't let your tilt carry on to more games yeah because that just makes you play worse and worse and the main reason i say that is there's a couple people at our locals that get tilted really really hard and they play really really bad after that and i I try to tell them not to do that but it just sometimes they just do that's just how they are just use it as a learning curve as a learning example you you messed up in something just chill calm down take a breath and then be like, okay, I know what I'm doing now. I'm not going to do that next time. Yeah. And there you go. Just You got to chill. It's the but biggest yeah. thing you got to do every time you play. The chiller you are, the better you can play. Mm-hmm. Don't just like go sleep mode while playing, but be nice and calm. Don't be fidgety unless that's the type of person to really want to keep active while you're doing things. But just calm down, breathe, and then you can focus easy. And last but not least, just go have fun. Like, 
go enjoy the game for what it is. Yes, you're there to win. Yes, you're there to get top, but just play and have fun. Don't take it over the top series. Yeah. Like only because then it just it makes it no fun. Exactly. Only get super serious when you're like at the day two mark or close to it, and you're like, all right, you need to focus down. Yeah. Yeah. But go there to have fun and and, and enjoy yourself because you're. It's essentially like a weird vacation if you put it if you think of it that way. That's how I think about them because I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go away from my city for a little bit and go play some games and then go mess around in the city. Exactly. Why not? And if you make some money on that, good good for you. Get on yeah. that vacation. Then you're like, sweet. That's really it. Is just go have fun. Like that's the main. Those are the main rules. Like, I mean, judges have fun. Take care of your body while you're there. Get sleep and be ready for the the amount of people there. And if you decide to be a judge and you go there to uh, move up to a level one judge, you're of course going to take the test and then you're going to judge for the tournament. Make sure you got some good walking shoes and standing <laughs> shoes. Because that's all you're going to be doing. Standing and walking. The day I did that and was uh, doing the judge testing, my feet killed me that day. When I, when I got to sit in the car, I was like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to yeah walk. i remember that you were just like oh the car thank god yeah and you just like died mm-hmm. you don't get to sit much so definitely definitely bring some good shoes with all that don't let us scare you about them they are really fun to go to Ooh, yeah just make sure that you're ready for it and with that like prepare for your deck prepare your deck how you want to play it we're going to go into more detail about that next week so make sure you're you're here to listen to that you check in for it because we're going to talk about how to prepare for a GP, like deck wise, what to do, how to deal with the meta, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that's all next week. We're going to focus more on specific things of deck building and GP deck techs. If that makes sense. I think that made sense. You know. Oh, yeah. I think that's really about everything for as far as like the general rules of a GP. Yeah, I think. We, Did I miss anything, boys? No, I think we covered it just uh-huh. good. Just be the wits about Fair you. Enough. Be prepared. Know, know thine deck. We didn't talk about that. Don't yeah. try to prepare with your deck as much as possible before going to a GP. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that next week, and that's, that's where we're, that's where we're All at. All right, good. Well, thank you guys for joining us here today at Forced by the Fireside. Hope you all uh, enjoyed your little campfire stay with us, and we'll see you all again next time. Bye. Bye.